Praise God. Well, I mean, how many of you could just go home right now? I mean, I've just enjoyed myself already, but you're not getting off that easy. We've got a few things we need to talk about, okay? So just sit tight. No, we're in a series right now called Fresh Start, and we're in week five. This will be the last uh, sermon in this series, but if you'd like more uh, information and, and more teaching along these lines, I can give you some information at the end uh, about other sermon series that we have like it that'll kind of uh, pair with it. But today, <clears throat> we're going to talk about embracing the process of sowing and reaping. Now, we've talked so far, this whole series has been about how do we start over with God? Or how, how do you take a situation that has just, you, you've royally messed up, how do you take a complete mess? How do you take a marriage that's broken? How do you take a life full of sin and addiction and, and just begin going in the right direction? And so we talked about repentance. We talked about repenting and turning from our sin. We talked about making restitution. And we talked about starting to live a life of obedience um, that loves the Word of God and follows the Word of God. And I'll say this about obedience, uh, at least in my life, you know, my obedience never was contingent on me understanding or not understanding, meaning that there's a lot of things I obey in Scripture just because God said. End of story. And, it, and that comes from loving and trusting Him enough to go, I know who He is and I know who I am, and if He says do it, I'm doing it. So I know my place and I know His place. So if I see something that he says I should be doing or not doing, then I want to follow that. I, it doesn't mean I'm perfect at it. I mean, any of us are perfect at it. But if I see something in Scripture that doesn't match my life, I don't just skip over it. I want to go, wait a minute, that's an area of my life that's out of alignment with his word. So let me try to bring that into alignment with, with him. So we talked about obedience. But today what we're going to talk about is embracing the process of sowing and reaping. And why do I, I, the reason I phrased it that way is because most people do not embrace the process of sowing and reaping. Most people get frustrated with the process of sowing and reaping. And here's why. The reason is because the process of sowing and reaping is a slow process that requires a lot of patience and a lot of endurance. If you plant a seed and you want some jalapenos, or you want some tomatoes, or you want some corn, you plant it, what do you have to do next? Wait. Wait some more. And water, and fertilize, and wait some more. And you're going to do a lot of work before you ever get to sink your teeth into the first bite of that delicious sweet corn. And what's the easy thing for this generation? Forget that. I'm driving down to the grocery store and picking it up myself. No, better yet, I'm going to order it online and sit in my car while they bring it out to me. And then I might just eat it on the way home because I don't even want to wait to get there. So we're so, we've gotten so used to instant, everything instant, everything now, just click, order, get it. The waiting game is so outdated. That's old school. But listen, God's processes and God's ways have not changed. And they will never change as our culture changes. And as we change, he doesn't change. So if you're going to be a believer that follows God and you're going you're to hook up with his process, you're going to have to embrace this very powerful process that he has created called sowing and reaping. 
It's a slow process, but it is unbelievably powerful. I want to tell you a story about my own life where I first began to see this working. When I was a teenager, many of you know I had a powerful experience with God when I was 15 years old and I gave my life to God, I gave my life to the ministry at that young age. I, I, did, I had so much to learn, so much to do, but, but I, I gave my life to God and I started that journey. And the, probably the most important thing that I did during that season of my life that I still do now is I began to have a morning prayer time and routine with God where I would get up every morning and I would devote a section of my day to God. And I, what I'm, the reason I'm bringing that up is because those times with God were seeds that were being sown that are still producing fruit today. And there's, there wasn't one morning that changed my life. There wasn't one morning. I can look back on many where I had powerful times with God, but there wasn't one prayer time or one Bible reading that changed my life. It was slow, it was incremental, and it was over time. But over time, those mornings and those times with God begin to stack. until they be, And then they begin to multiply. And over time, it has produced... A harvest in my life, in my marriage, in our ministry, in church. And it all goes back to this process of sowing and reaping. Um, and there's no shortcut for this. You know, wherever you're at, you can, you can start now. But there's no shortcut for the process of sowing and reaping in small incremental ways. And then watching that harvest come back into your life. In Proverbs chapter 13, verse 11, it says, Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. And you'll see this idea throughout the book of Proverbs that the person who gathers it quickly, okay, the instant success, the overnight success, the instant wealth, he said that's really not God's way. That's, that's really not God's process. God's process is slow and incremental and consistent over time, gaining, stacking, building little by, by little. A lot of times you see people that are overnight success, and that ends up being the very thing that crushes them and kills them. Well, God wouldn't put that in their life because he loves them too much. He loves them more than the success that they're having in their life or than the, the business exploding or the overnight success. You see this happened all the time where these child stars, you know, they were discovered and, and they have this great overnight. Season. Well, that's the very thing that destroys them. God wouldn't do that. God loves them too much to do that. He loves them more than their success. So he's not in that. He's not in something that would end up destroying you. What God will do is he will build your character and your character and your, 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 your life with him will outpace your success. Because that character will be the, the base and the foundation that upholds your success. But what we see a lot of time is the success shoots up here, but the character is still down here. And God's never in that. So the success, yeah, overnight, but if your character is down here, then the success is going to crush you. You'll end up losing your marriage, you'll lose your health, you'll, you'll walk in stress and anxiety and depression, and it'll destroy you. What God will do is he'll spend all this time building your character, and it'll look like it ain't making much of a difference. And you'll be growing in God. You'll be growing in wisdom. You'll be growing in your prayer life. You'll be growing in your love walk. You'll be growing in faith. 
And the success is like, well, I'm not really seeing a lot of results on it. And then all of a sudden, you'll see it shoot up. But that's his process. It's the process of sowing and reaping. And we have to embrace it. We have to, in a sense, we have to reject the way the world pushes getting things that we want. And we've got to realize a lot of times that's not God's way. God's way is slow, incremental, and it comes through a process called sowing and reaping. Now, this works both ways, okay? When a person has success, this is how it works, and oftentimes when they have destruction in their life, it happens this way too. Anybody whose life is falling apart, their marriage is falling apart, their health is falling apart, their finances are falling apart, it's usually not one big decision. Now, sometimes it may even look like it's one big decision, but a lot of times it's a bunch of foolish decisions that eventually stacked up, or it's a way of doing things, it's a lack of integrity that's followed you for years that eventually led to this one moment. Most of the time, it is not one thing that, even if you look at a marriage and, and one of the partners is say, the partner is unfaithful, and they go, well, this is what destroyed the marriage. Actually, no, because there were decisions that have been being made for years that led to this moment. And it's like that with almost every single thing. People's lives aren't destroyed overnight. They're destroyed every day through the small, simple choices that we make, and that is the process of sowing and reaping. So it works either way. It works for destruction, and it works for blessing. Most of the things that we are experiencing in our life are simply the end result of a series of stacking choices, right? If you, some of you have been in church, you've been raised, I can think back to when we first started this church, there are families that came in the very beginning and they're still here. And I'm looking back in the back and some of them when they first came, their kids were just little, little kids. And then I've married some of them. You know, 13 years ago, these little kids we saw, and then now some of them are getting married. What is that? That's a harvest. That's a harvest from a series of choices to get up every day, come to church, make sure your kids are in church. Make, did you feel like doing it? No. Did you always feel like it? Were you sometimes mad at me? Maybe. Whether, whether, didn't sometimes, did you not like somebody in the church, or did you get your feelings hurt? Or, yeah, but you kept doing the right thing, making the right choices, and it's producing a harvest in your life, and it's going to produce a harvest for generations to come. And this is the process of sowing and reaping doesn't happen quick, doesn't happen overnight, but when you see that, what you're seeing is the result of a series of stacking choices that eventually lead to a tremendous result that the Bible calls a harvest. The good thing is about this is if you don't like the harvest you're currently eating, then you can change the seeds that you're sowing. It won't be overnight, okay, because some fruit that we get and some harvest that we get, they're going to be producing for a while. You know, if you, um, if you plant a tree and, and that tree's been worked on and nurtured and, and tended to for a decade or more, it's not an easy process to get that tree to stop producing. You know, you, it, it, there's going to be a harvest. And sometimes people, even though they've started doing right, 
So they've started sowing new seeds. They're still getting a harvest from seeds that were sown a couple years ago, five years ago, ten years ago. They're still getting harvest come in on that. But I want to talk to you about how to change that, how to walk through that, how to, how to deal with that. The Bible calls this process the law of sowing and reaping. In Genesis chapter 8, verse 22, God in the very beginning talked about this. He said, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. In other words, this process is never going anywhere. This will always be part. Now, he was talking about in the natural, but it's the same in the spiritual. Galatians 6, 9, God said, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. Now, this, this statement, this phrase, it packs a lot of truth. It packs a lot of revelation. Some of it, some of it we don't like. Some of it our flesh doesn't like. But I want you to really think about what he's saying here. What he is saying is that when a person, let, let's start at the end and work backwards. Let's start at the harvest. Okay? This because this is what he's saying. He says, whatever one sows, he will also reap. So if we are experiencing a harvest, fruit, consequences in our life, good or bad, what he is saying is there are seeds that have led to that harvest. Now, this is contrary to how a lot of people think. A lot of people do not believe this and therefore actually God is being mocked in their life because they don't believe this process. They don't think that what they're experiencing and they don't think that the results that they're getting in life have anything to do with the seeds that they've sown. They blame, sometimes they blame God, sometimes they blame other people, sometimes they blame luck, sometimes they blame a bad shake. But the one thing they don't do is look at this scripture and say, hold on a minute, God is not mocked. Whatever a person sows, that will he also reap. If you are saying, my life is bad and I'm not at fault, you're doing the opposite of what this scripture says. Because what this scripture says, first phrase is, do not be deceived. What does that mean? It means don't think differently than this. Don't Believe differently than this. Choose to believe, wait a minute, God is faithful and God will not be mocked for whatever one sows that will he also reap. This is what that means. It means when you do the right things and you sow the right seeds, God will oversee that process of sowing and reaping in your life. And he will not be mocked. God is faithful. And he sees every single thing in your life. Let me pause and say, and I know this is right where y'all want me to go. You want me to go right here and make a caveat and make an excuse and go, well, but there are exceptions. And just because you're thinking that, I'm not going there yet. <laughs> All right? I'm not going there yet. Because that's where we want to go instantly. You go, well, what about this? Well, what about that? Let's get to that in a minute. But still, it doesn't, it, we're not saying there's not exceptions to the rule, but this is the rule. This is the norm. This is what people, by and large, experience. If you sow the right seeds, you'll get the right harvest. That's the process of God and that's how it works. Are there exceptions? Yes. Do bad things happen to good people? Yes. Do things happen in your life that are outside of your control? Yes. Do, do things happen uh, that, that someone else did to you? Uh, do you? Have people dealt with sicknesses and pain and things they didn't deserve? Yes. All of that happens. 
It doesn't change the fact that the day-to-day, daily operation and normal operation of our life works off of this principle right here. Sow the right seeds and you'll get the right harvest. And and let me tell you this. Even if you are getting a a bad harvest or a bad result or you're walking through something that's not your fault, I'm still going to tell you that this is the process out of it. Because the Bible has so much to say about how we should respond and how we should act when we're dealing with something that's not our fault or an injustice or something we don't understand. There's still seeds that you need to be sowing in that to get a harvest. So it doesn't change this. And by and large, at the end of my life, when I, when I lay on my deathbed, I believe that I will be looking at this phrase and saying, Praise God, God is faithful. Whatsoever a man sows, that will he also reap. Why? Because God will not be mocked. Meaning, if, if, if anybody can ever stand and say, I did right, I, did, I followed God's word, I did every single thing, and it did not turn out good for me. My life has been awful, my life has been horrible, then that would mean that God is mocked. And this scripture says, God will not be mocked. God will make sure that this process is working in your life again doesn't mean you won't have bumps in the road doesn't mean you won't walk through difficult things that you don't understand but even in that you keep sowing the right seeds and your harvest will come the harvest of God's blessing will come in your life verse 8 for the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption all that means is if you if all you do is sit on the couch and watch TV and eat potato chips you're going to get a harvest on that. Okay? You sow to the flesh. From your flesh, you're going to reap love handles. It doesn't say that exactly. <laughs> but that's what it means. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Guess what? Just by being in here this morning, you're sowing into your spirit. That's it. Just by being here, by listening to the word, by worshiping, you're sowing into your spirit. Guess what? There's going to be a harvest on that. It's just, I'm not saying it's going to be some overwhelming harvest because you got to do it consistently and you got to do it every week. But if you sow those seeds and you keep sowing those seeds, there's going to be a harvest on it in your life. So he said, the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good or sowing good seeds. Let us not grow weary of sowing good seeds, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So many people, they give up and they grow weary because they sowed some good seeds for a few days or a few weeks or a few months. Listen, we're not talking about sowing a few good seeds for a few months. We're talking about building a life. That's it. That's it. We're talking about letting God change who you are, and now you do things differently until you die. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about, oh, I tried that church thing, and I went to church for a few weeks, or I tried to read my Bible, I tried to pray. Okay, great. You, you sowed some good seeds for three weeks, then you went back to sowing all the bad seeds you've been sowing for the last tw- 20 years. Well, what, different, what do you think is going to happen? If you, if you walk away from sowing good seeds and you go back to doing everything the way you've been doing it, you're going to keep getting that old harvest. Come on, come on. 
We're not talking about trying out church or trying out God or trying out prayer or trying out Bible reading. We're talking about changing your life yes. and, and choosing, saying, this is the way I'm going to live now forever. This is my new life. This is the new me. The old man has died and passed away. This is a new life. And when you choose to go in that direction, the harvest is going to multiply and it's going to expand every year. And every year, every decade, you will look back and go, my God, God has been good to me. He's been good to my family. He's been faithful to me. And it will stack. And the longer you serve God, the more this is true in your life. Okay? You serve God for five years, great. There's going to be hard. Ten, twenty, and at the end of your life, you're going to look, you're going to be surrounded by kids and family that love God, serve God. Some of them might be in the ministry. Some of them might be following God, doing things, changing the world, building businesses, starting companies. You're going to look around and you're going to look at how God has blessed my family all through the process of sowing and reaping. So that's why I say we have to embrace this process, particularly if you're just now starting in this. Now, if you have lived your life a certain way and you've sown some really bad seeds up until this point, it might seem a little bit discouraging because you go, wow, this seems like what you're talking about takes a really long time. And I've spent 20, 30, 40 years sowing things this way and you're telling me now I've got to start over at ground one sowing some good seed. That sounds like a long, uh, a long process. Well, well, let me just tell you this. I've seen people come in to this church and in one year's time, in one year's time, really apply themselves to church attendance, prayer, Bible reading, podcasting, really turn their life around. And in one year's time, everything in their life looked completely different. Because I believe that when you're doing the right thing, that God can supercharge this process. And I, and I really believe that. I believe that He can, and He does. I don't think God blesses half-hearted obedience. I don't think He blesses people, well, I'm going to try this. But let me tell you, when somebody truly repents and they turn to God and they go all out for God and, and they go in a different direction, I've watched the hand of God come on that and supercharge that process. But I just do, I do. I want you to understand that if you're trying to do everything different, you're trying to turn over a new leaf, go in a different direction, sow some different seeds, you're probably looking at a three to five year process of turning things around in your life. And you're going to see some major victories along the way, and you're going to have some bumps along the way, and you may have some setbacks along the way. But if you stick to it and you keep sowing the right seeds, you're, you're probably looking at a three to five year process, depending on how bad your situation is, to truly turning it around. But like I said, what's the alternative? Keep doing it the way you've been doing it? Because I'm telling you, that, that three to five years will pass quick. And if you just kept sowing all of those bad seeds, you're going to just keep getting the same harvest that you've always, always gotten. So let's talk about harvest. First thing you need to know about harvest is that the whole process is slow, so get ready, okay? It's a slow process. It's not fast. It's not quick. Now, as I said, you'll see some victories. You'll see some immediate things turn around, but it's a slow process. What does that mean? It means you can't be impatient. You can't expect all the problems to go away overnight. You can't expect to see the blessings of God following you around on every side just yet. You're still going to have some leftover harvest from the previous season. 
listen, you can't expect people to treat you the way that you've changed and, 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 and how you've made progress. You can't expect people to treat you differently overnight. Look, if you've lied, betrayed, hurt, that's going to take time for that trust to be built back. And, and really and truly, you don't have a right. You don't have a right to tell them, you've you got to treat me different because I've changed. Listen, you just change and, and we'll treat you right eventually. Okay, that'll happen. But trust has been broken. People have been hurt. They don't, that, they're not going to just, that's not going to change overnight. That takes time to rebuild that. And listen, that's part of the natural consequences of sowing and reaping. If you've sowed sin and you've sown lies and betrayal and hurt and all of that, you're going to reap a harvest on that. And that's not God being mad at you. That's just a fact that sin has consequences. And both can be true at the same time, meaning you're loved and forgiven by God. You've been restored by God, and in the eyes of God, you're a son, child of God. Awesome, great, but you're still experiencing natural consequences from the bad seeds that you've sown. Both can be true at the same time and usually are. So there's going to be residual left over. And, and what you have to do is stay faithful and stay consistent, sowing good seeds, and eventually you'll see all of that turn around. It takes time for your old seeds to stop producing, and it takes time for your new seeds to start producing. So you've got to embrace that, that process. There was a young lady uh, in our church several years ago. Uh, th this was several years ago this was happening. And um, she had spent decades of her life uh, living one way, sowing bad seeds, uh, severe drug addiction, things like that, uh, you know, just a lot of, lot of seeds in the wrong direction, and, har and a harvest had been coming in on that for years, and just a lot of destruction, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt surrounding that situation, and this had been going on for 30 years, and she got radically saved, born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, radically saved, and I remember she started, she was at every church service, every time the doors were open, praying, devotional life, listening to podcasts. I mean, she literally went back on our website and, and listened to every sermon on the website, which that's 13 years of sermons, you know. So she went back, just con it was just constant, listening to the Word of God. She'd come up to me and she'd go, hey, you remember when you preached this and you said this? I'm like, no. <laughs> that was 10 years ago. No, I don't remember that, but she was, it was fresh to her because she was listening and just feeding on it, feeding on it, feeding on it. And so she'd been doing that for about three years, two to three years. And I remember one time she came to me, and she was, she was frustrated, and she was upset. And this is exactly what we're talking about this morning. She was right in that place. And I remember she came, and she said, I'm frustrated because I'm doing all the right things, and I'm not seeing anything turn around. I'm not seeing anything change. No, that wasn't true completely. She was seeing some things turn around, but really what she meant was she wanted to get married and she wanted to have a family. And she was saying, you know, I'm doing everything right, but I'm not just seeing it like miraculously happen. And I remember telling her, I said, listen, this, we went through this, basically through this sermon. And I said, listen, do you understand what you're saying? You've sown three decades 
of, of, of bad seeds. And you want it to just disappear now overnight. I'm so sorry to tell you it doesn't work like that. Now, the forgiveness and the mercy of God wiped away instantly. Sins are gone. Sins are wiped away. Fresh, clean slate with God. If you died right then, you're going to eternity. You're going to be with Jesus forever. That's the gospel. It doesn't mean that the natural consequences from the seeds that you've sown are going to just go away overnight. It doesn't work like that. So all you can do is keep sowing good seeds and, and wait for those seeds to start producing a new harvest. Eventually, the, new, the, the harvest from the new seeds will begin to outweigh the harvest from the old seeds. And I can tell you today, that's been probably five years ago at this point. She's married. She has a family. She's doing good, living good. And so those things have been beginning to produce in her life. But it takes time. That's why I said at the beginning of the ser of sermon, embrace the process of sowing and reaping. Embrace it. Embrace the process. When you get discouraged and you get frustrated, you say, no, I'm just going to sow some good seeds. I'm going to sow some seeds. And I know that God is faithful and God will not be mocked and there will be a harvest on these seeds. And you sow seeds in the right direction. And I don't care what you're going through. Maybe you didn't have some big devastating problem in your life. Maybe you didn't have some big, you know, oh, drug problem or divorce or you didn't have some big thing. Maybe you're just facing a small challenge. Listen, I can tell you that this is your answer for that. I, I fully believe that any situation you're in, you can sow yourself right out of it. If you're facing a health problem, you can sow yourself right out of it. We've seen people make massive transformations and their health was bad and they, they begin to sow the right seeds and everything turned around. If you have a marriage that's struggling and you go, my marriage is, I don't see a way out of it. I promise you, God will not be mocked. You can sow yourself right out of that bad marriage situation. You go, yeah, but they're doing this. I don't care nothing about them. You sow the right seeds and watch what God does in your life. Watch the harvest that comes in on that. Because God will not be mocked. Either he's wrong or you're wrong. And he ain't wrong. Some harvests show up year after year, and they just they don't go away quickly. We've already talked about that. Listen, also, if you do get something in your life that is producing a good harvest, you've got to fight to protect it. You've got to fight to protect it. I'm going to use my prayer life as an example. The, as I said, the, the, with the prayer life, the results that have come out of that, the harvest that's come out of that, I have had to fight for decades to guard that, protect that. There have been seasons where it was a struggle. There have been seasons where I was busy. There were seasons where we had, uh, you know, infants in the house, and it's hard to find time to pray. And, and all, there's been a lot of seasons. There have been seasons where I was at college, and I had a roommate, and you can't, you probably can't ever find time to be alone. But you fight to protect it because it's the, the results and the harvest that it's producing in your life is worth fighting for. So you have to fight for those things. Every Christian in this life is not going to experience the same thing. And this is an amazing thing because you think about what the gospel is and all that we have available to us, but every Christian is not going to experience the same thing in this life. There are some Christians that are going to experience a very high level of, of blessing and there are others that they're just barely scratching the surface and it, it all has to do with the seeds that they're sowing. Look, there are Christians that come to church once a month. There are Christians that come to church every three months. 
There are Christians that come to church every single week, every time the door is open. Listen, they're going to have a different harvest in their life. It's not a judgmental thing. You're free to do that. You're probably on your way to heaven. That's between you and God. But your harvest isn't going to be the same. There are Christians that pray every day. Uh, there are Christians that barely ever crack the book. It doesn't mean you're saved or not saved. No, that alone, no, it doesn't. You might be saved and on your way to heaven. But I'm going to tell you this, your harvest is going to be completely different than somebody that's sowing the right seeds. And one of the things I guess I could say that's annoyed me as a pastor is to hear the way Christians talk about these kinds of things. Well, I just don't understand why that's happening in their life. Well, I just don't understand why God's blessing their, their marriage. Or it seems like everything just works out for them, but nothing ever works out for me. And I'm just going to say, as a pastor, that's, that's hard for me to listen to. So I just sit down, I, I bite my tongue, I listen. Because I want to be patient, I want to be kind. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking, everything doesn't work out for you the same as it does for them because you're sowing different seeds than they're sowing. And if we start to think like that, we're going to see better results in our life. Because I can tell you, blaming and, and pointing the finger and being a victim, that, that doesn't change anything. What changes it is when you say, you know what, this is complete. And this is one of the things I actually love about the truth of sowing and reaping is it puts the power back in my hands. You know, if you, if you go, man, I'm, I'm having it rough. This scripture is actually great news because it means that I can start sowing different seeds today and start getting different results. God put it back on my, on my hands, on my shoulders. I can begin doing something different. So what are some seeds that you can start sowing today that will produce an amazing harvest in your life for years to come these are things that I believe every Christian ought to be sowing number one faithful church attendance just come to church let the Word of God change you let let the worship change you make sure your kids are growing up in church every single time you're here there's a seed being sown and there'll be a harvest on that I already mentioned your prayer life and Bible reading make sure you've got a time set aside to devote to God, to read the Bible and spend time with Him. And don't come back after two weeks and say, I don't know how to pray because I tried to do it and it was boring. I almost say, stick with it. It may not be. You may not figure it out in two weeks. Set aside the time. Show up. Pray. Read your Bible. Let those seeds be sown and let that harvest come in on it. Tithing and generosity. These are, these are simple things that every Christian can do. Serving. Finding a place to serve in your church, to, to be a part of the, the body of Christ, to be part of fulfilling the gospel for the church that you're connected to. Sowing seeds of mercy and grace and forgiveness everywhere you go. Sowing seeds of holiness, living right and not having a life full of sin. Just those simple things. If you were begin sowing those seeds, watch how things would turn around in your life. As we close this morning, I want to give you just a simple example, but powerful example that I think really illustrates this point. I want to talk to you about the Chinese bamboo plant. And I was studying this and looking at it for this sermon. This, I came across this as I was preparing for this sermon. And the Chinese bamboo plant, when planted, it requires, of course, a lot of nurture and care, as every plant does. Um, but what's unique 
about this Chinese bamboo plant is that despite all of the care and nurture that it receives for the first four years of its life, it never breaks through the surface. You never see, there's no visible sign of its growth. For the first four years, the only thing that happens during that time of growth is the, the roots are growing beneath the surface. And the root system grows and it expands and, and it continues to solidify. And the reason for that is because in the fifth year, the Chinese bamboo tree suddenly sprouts and grows up to 80 feet in six weeks. 80 feet in six weeks. For four years, you didn't see anything. But the roots were growing. The roots were developed, and they were preparing for something. It was preparing for this massive growth that it, was, that it was about to see. And in the fifth year, it sprouts up 80 feet. I have a picture that I, I want to show you of the bamboo tree so you can see it. Because I wanted you to be able to visualize what it is. In six weeks, it shoots up 80 feet. I think a telephone pole is about 30 feet, if that gives you a point of reference. Okay. And the incredible growth spurt that happens is, is one of the only examples that we have of this in nature. But I can't help but think that God gave us this as an as a illustration to how his process works on a lot of things. You ever felt like that? I was like, I'm doing all the right things. I'm, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. I'm trying to do right. I'm trying to serve God. I'm trying to go to church. Maybe you're trying to, you know, you're in this process of, of needing a fresh start. And so many times, this is exactly how I see it work, is they're working, they're doing, and there's no immediate results in it. Then all of a sudden, all of that work pays off. All of a sudden, there's a harvest that comes in on all the seeds that have been being sown. Can I just tell you this morning that God is watching you? He is watching your life. He sees all the hard work. He sees the prayer. He sees the faithfulness. He sees the sacrifice. And God will not be mocked. There will be a harvest on that seed. If you're in a place this morning and you go, I'm discouraged. I've done a lot of things wrong. I've sown some bad seed, but I want to start doing right. Listen, I just want you to know that God is for you and he is on your side. And he has put an amazing process in front of you where you can begin to turn this around in your life. I want you to have hope this morning. I want you to have encouragement. I want you to believe that God can begin turning your situation around as you sow the right seeds. Amen.